Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. And hello, everyone out in the DC universe. It's been a while, you guys. How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to another episode of Straight Out of Gotham, episode one seventeen. We are a fan of pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, brought to you by Batman on Film. To check out all the other great shows in the network, head on over to BOF, click the podcast drop down, and uh, we will uh, show you a wonderful selection of shows for you to choose from. All of them by wonderful people who, uh, you know, actually know what they're talking about, unlike some of the people you guys listen to. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. I'm your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, and it's a beautiful day today in New Jersey. Uh, senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter Arvera, and today we're recording on May 13th, 2023. And as always, I have a great show for you today. But before we get into good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all of our faithful listeners, if you take the time to review this show on Apple Podcasts and we read your review on air, you just want a straight out of Gotham monthly prize pack. So please. Get on over to iTunes and write those reviews. Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who hit 96 consecutive blindfolded free throws in the Montauk Memorial High School free throw contest. Ladies and gentlemen, a Batman on Film Junior contributor, Eric Quincy Holzman. Quincy? Yeah, your parents like Quincy Jones. What do you want me to Okay, do? all right. I didn't name you. Or maybe the show, maybe the show Quincy. Do you remember that show, Quincy? What, uh, about you're the doctor? Your age. I am showing your age. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Sorry. I'm sure there back, are people out there who do remember. It was back in 1954, show. before we had color TVs. Uh, I'm sure people <laughs> out there do remember the show, Quincy. So if you do, let me know. But yeah, those free throws, man. I can't do it anymore. But there you was don't a have time. the same flick of the wrist. There was a time. Uh, just not a not enough practice. That's all. But I can shoot free throws probably still better than. Half the NBA, so I'm not, you know. Do you think he shoot free throws better than Julius Randle? Not, no, he's pretty good at those. Definitely oh. better than Mitch Robinson, though. I definitely think <laughs> he's better than Mitch Robinson. That's not. Uh oh, we're getting we're getting the uh, the side effects of uh, all nicked up here from last night. Yeah, yeah, it's overflowing Knicks, from the top. The Knicks bowed out, unfortunately. Uh, you know, gave it had a good run, just like you know. They over they exceeded expectations this year. So part of me, like I told you before we came on, is is I'm not that upset about it. But you know, when you get there, you still kind of want to win. So mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't uh, sucks. But what are you gonna do? But it's all it's not all bad news in basketball land because the goat advanced to the Western Conference Finals by defeating the champions last night. That's right, LeBron James, people very well might be contending for another championship. This is not a conversation I'm going to have because he's not the GOAT, but that's not. You know, I, you, I wish you could see how miserable Eric looks talking about LeBron James. It that's makes neither me here nor there. warm inside. Look at, he's so distraught. His veins, wrinkles, everything that makes a person mad on a <laughs> meme. You can see it in Eric's face right now. I'll say he's probably the GOAT for your generation, so that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll let you say that. But there's, you know, me and Eric live, you know, 40 generations apart. Michael Jordan, <laughs> as much as I hate him, 
and can't stand him, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player to ever grace the planet. There's no debate, no discussion. He's the best. Okay. So, all right. So that's it. LeBron. That's all I'm going to say about that. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, we'll just leave LeBron. it there. Okay. Keep going. It's going to make a lot of people upset because the Lakers are advancing. I'm not upset that they're advancing. Uh, things kind of fell. You may not, but a lot of people hate the Lakers. You know, I don't. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Lakers. I let's see if they can beat Denver. Let's see. What do you are you thinking? Oh my god, I'm feeling like Philly's coming out of the East. I just every other Philly sports team has made it to the championship round except for the Flyers. So I just feel like the Sixers are destined. <laughs> The Eagles the, and the Phillies both went to there. So I just, it seems like every what, so, so many years, one of these cities just has like one, one year where every one of their teams makes it or three out of four. Yep. It's yep. really weird. It does. I mean, you had Tampa Bay a few years ago. Um, LA, yeah. I feel like a couple of years ago, right? They yeah. had the Rams, the Dodgers and the, and the, and the Lakers. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. It definitely does seem that things that's been the Boston case. Boston had a couple of those runs recently. So uh, I don't know who I think would. I still think Boston can win the series. I think Boston can be. I don't want them to. I if I mean of all the teams that remaining in the East, I hate all of them. So I really don't care. <laughs> I do not care who this makes def- it. Yeah, it's definitely the Nick fan is uh, probably. Oh, I don't know. Rooting for Denver. Yeah, I'm rooting for Denver. That's I'd say most for. of the country is probably rooting for Denver. Uh, yeah, I would say so. You got a fraction that hates the Lakers. You got a fraction that hates the Celtics, and then you have people who just hate Philadelphia in general. Yeah, and so. then Miami. Miami might. The, the thing that bothers me about them is not only our do the history between the Knicks and the Heat obviously played into the plays into it for me, but mm-hmm. there's such a, it's such a terrible sports town. Like they didn't even sell it. last night. They had a clinching game in Miami, and they didn't even sell out. I don't know. It's, it's just a bad weather. sports town. A lot of people, yeah, I don't know. I, it, people say that about Atlanta too. It is know? a bad sports town, except yeah. for the, I always the college get, football. Yeah. I, yeah, well, that's different. It's a different animal down there. And the same thing goes for Miami. You know, like the Hurricanes probably sell out and they probably, you know, yeah. are yeah. horrible sometimes. So that fits into that mold as well. Uh, you know, I used to think like places like LA, Miami, people go to the beach instead of the game. But then you throw in places like Atlanta, which is supposed to be a horrible sports town too. But there's no beach there. No. <laughs> I can't figure that out. No. And then over on the hockey side, you know, the Devils got eliminated this week too, which was rough. Yeah, um, that sucked. By Carolina. I was and that's, that's usually, Carolina's like kind of a rival of the Devils. Like, I remember kind of the yeah. late 2000s, or I would say early 2000s, the, the end of their the Devil run. Carolina was always playing against the Devils mm-hmm. in like this first or second round. So that's kind of, that's a bit of a bummer. Um, but Florida looks really good. I don't know why everyone's really surprised they won the president's uh, trophy last year. I know. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, yeah, they so they didn't repeat that, but it's still the same, you know, good team. Um, and I just I feel like they're they're destined to make a run of the cup, right? Like I just think they they're going to the final. The Canes, Flo- Florida. Oh, Florida. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they squeaked in, but this is more this is more proof that in hockey it really doesn't matter where you're seated. You can any team if a goalie gets hot, usually that could carry. I you thought through. Schmidt was that guy. I did too. The, the first two games with the Rangers, like, oh wow, the Devils have the hot goaltender this yeah. postseason. This is going to be fun, and it didn't work out. They no. ended up having no goaltender, <laughs> which I said all year. Vanek yeah, kind of played out of his mind, but he was he wasn't good in the big moment. But 
Yeah, and then I forget what's happening. I think Edmonton has the lead over Vegas. Is that what's going on? Or no? Seattle was playing. Hold on. I forget what happened last night, but uh, I knew uh, Florida did win. Yep, and Florida so, won. So hold on. And I was like, man, they're they're. I missed no, the Vegas. Old... Vegas is up three on um, three two now. They beat Edmonton. Oh, I got it. Okay, I got it backwards. Okay, so they're up three two. And then Dallas is up on the Kraken. They're up three to two. Yeah. Oh wow. Can you imagine a Dallas Panthers Stanley Cup final? Oh, I'm sure the NHL would love that. Well, Bettman moved everybody <laughs> out there. <laughs> he's the reason why the Coyotes now play in a college building. That's true. <laughs> Let's take the Jets and move them to Phoenix. <laughs> Even 20 years later, it sounds like a dumb idea. I have no, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, like, why it's weird. Like, I don't know, North Dakota have a hockey team. It's like, true. Why didn't, why didn't they expand to like the colder towns in America? Why did he try to go to the desert? I, 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 don't, know. I don't know. They, they do. They go where the people are because they figure people will go just because of something to do. You think I people assume. won't go because it's too cold in North Dakota? But that's what I mean. I'm like, that's the sport they play. So there should be a team there, right? Like you should have a team. In yeah. North Dakota, right? I mean, I Just, get you want to have a team in the Phoenix area, but they don't even play there. Like, didn't they play like Scottsdale for a while too? Like, it's just, it's yeah, it, it's not smart. Uh, but again, look the look at the Golden Knights. Obviously, as the at the time they were the only professional team in Vegas, so that was the draw. But see, now you have the Raiders the, there. See, the thing about the Knights are they never had that expansion year. No, they've been good they to, since they came yeah, in. They, yeah. they 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 were created and they went to the final their first year. So was, I know. So that's what I mean. So like that, you, it proves that in those that area, you can do have a in the warm weather areas like you can have good teams. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning are another example. They are great. They're a great franchise. They won what two in a row, three in a row, two in a row, I think. Two. And they then, lost the third. So I mean, they've been great as well. But you're right. It, it would make more sense to put a hockey team in the hockey where the hockey hotbeds are in the country, and we literally. Yeah, and outside of the Northeast, I can't think of the other places other than Minnesota, North Dakota, like you said, North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, those there's, areas. There's, I don't know, but the desert. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. Enough with the sports. Let's let's move forward into what we normally talk about. Justin's like, guys, here. you shut up! I don't know what I'm talking. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, like. I just, just trying to drink my coffee cup in my car. Oh God, it's crazy. <laughs> we try we try and bring a little bit of everything to you guys in case you're not paying attention. Pete and I feel it's our job to let you know what's going on in all forms of entertainment. And sports is technically entertainment. So here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna bring you a little bit of that. We see we didn't even talk about the Yankees because there's really nothing to talk about right now. So let's just be quiet. Uh, and <sighs> and we'll let that unfold on on its own. We'll talk I about it. I hope it folds future. upon itself. <laughs> <laughs> all right so obviously a lot of news is happening right now but the biggest news probably in all of entertainment is the writer strike uh there's a lot of technical issues that they're debating over um and it does i mean if we remember from 2007 it puts everything on a pause or you know things that are done could be can be you know finished and completed but things that aren't written obviously and in the process of being written are on pause now. So there's a ton of things that are in they're impacted that way. Uh, basically one of the concerns I keep reading is uh, transparency on viewership, 
artificial intelligence impacting the writing. Uh, those are two of the big, big deals. Like, what do they mean by that? Talking about like spell check? Like, what do they mean? Is <laughs> somebody, they, they, well, they a program that just writes? Like, well, there's the, with the advent of ChatGPT and all of these other high level AI things we have now, writers are afraid that you can just ask it to write a story and they'll do it for you. Give it the facts it needs and it'll write it for you and you don't need to worry about it. So that takes them out of the equation. I feel like people have done that before and it's always come out pretty bad. Well, that that's that's really, I think, where the, the discussion lies. Like how much, how good are they going to be at it? So much so that you can remove a writer from that. And I that's probably what the... Uh, Recording Academy, sorry, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, the producers, uh, that's probably what they're saying. Like, look, even if we use it, it's never going to replace you, but it does impact what they get paid. That's what they said to like factory workers and automotive plants when they started inventing like machines and assembly lines. Like, oh, no, we can't possibly replace people until like 10 years later. Yes. I mean, there is there is a lot of. a lot of stuff in this, a lot of data that you'd have to pour over. Uh, you guys, we, Pete and I posted the THR article that goes into it, what both sides are asking for. The biggest take I took from it is um, the WGA's proposal said the writers would gain an estimated $429 million per year, but the producer's offers only coming in a gain of about $86 million. That is a huge gap. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably going to come out of their pocket. Like they <laughs> so, don't make enough money. I, yeah, so I don't know how this is going to eventually play out. Normally, these cooler heads prevail. Obviously, these people want to continue with doing what they're doing, and the producers do understand the impact of uh, what the writers want. So there's a lot of things. Also, there's a lot of discussion around residuals and what's the per- the rate for that. Uh, mini rooms which is basically saying that for every single production there has to be a certain number of writers in a room that you have to pay for in staff that's something else that that the writers want i don't know enough about it to get that in depth i mean i have done in my life i have been part of negotiations before but not on this level so i don't i really would be crazy if i gave any kind of insight or personal opinion uh, all I know is that for a while, guys, we're going to have to pay attention to this because it's going to impact the things that we like, that we like to watch. I will say this as a union man, give them hell. Don't back down. <laughs> Screw them. Get it for every cent you can do. Get everything I, I mean, you can get. I agree. I think, I think everyone should be paid what they're worth. And, and, you know, that's just a writer to me. We don't have any of this stuff. We don't have the writers. Yeah. So, you know, pay them what, Pay them a fair amount and and logically address their issues that they have problems with, whether it's the the artificial intelligence or whatever. Yeah, make sure you do that, uh, you know, and get it done, man. This is this is you know, there's enough money for everybody. We know how much these things generate. Streaming, obviously, the view. That's the other thing. The, the transparency on the viewership is something that we all have wanted to know, mm-hmm. right? And you're none of us know guessing it. like yeah. you, you get things that tell you like, was oh, it Samba TV? But it's like, it's never hundred yeah. percent accurate. Like, right. But then some places they, they reach out through the, the, uh, the trades and the press release and you're like, ah, can I trust that? <laughs> right. And then I understand why the producers don't want it to get out. I get it. Uh, yeah. Well, it, don't make shit. Yeah. You know, it's simple. There you go. Put you, put you on so, the spot. Do your job. Earn your keep kid. Yeah. There's always give and take. Uh, so we have to eventually they'll get there but 
man, that gap, that is a huge, <laughs> that is a huge gap. Uh, so even in the percentage of increase, uh, it was six, five, five for the WGA. And that was four, three, th- three, two for the studios, um, over the course of the contract. So there's definitely wiggle room there to be made. I'm sure concessions will be made on both sides. Like there always is, but while this is going, uh, there are going to be things that are, are shelved. Like we're going to hear about that up and coming. Uh, so one of the things we already heard, uh, this production seems to just be having tons and tons of problems, but uh, Blade uh, will be paused because of the writer's strike. So Blade feels like the new Flash. It really does. It really It'll does. It'll come like, out I, in like four years. Yeah. I don't understand. But okay, if the story's not written or this new version of the story isn't written. Well, it's been, it was written, it's been rewritten. And now because of the strike, it's not being written anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then I believe, yeah. aren't they going to re- rewrite it after the strike? Isn't that kind of the plan? So aren't they, I guess they're hiring another writer. I don't know. Like I'm kind of yeah. confused at this point. Well, Nick, um, Nick Pizzolatto, who wrote True Detective, he was recently hired to write the script, but he hasn't written it in time. Yeah, it makes it the... seem like since the pause, they're going to even ditch his script before it even got started. Yeah, we'll see. And we'll yeah, see. It's just weird. He was hired the day before. Like one day it's like, oh, Blade's got a new writer. And then the next day it's like, Blade's on hiatus. <laughs> yep. But. I mean, obviously, the most obvious things that have been impacted by the strike are the late night show, talk shows. Uh, mm-hmm. All of those have been, you know, been showing reruns Saturday Night Live as well. Uh, apparently, Billions on Showtime, which is a show that I love, uh, had to halt production. So that the only studio that seems to have things going still is Marvel. Uh, New World Order is still filming. Agatha Coven of Chaos is also shooting in Atlanta. Uh I Deadpool guess you just 3. don't expect any onset rewrites. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool 3 is supposed, is supposed to start in London. Thunderbolts is supposed to start in Atlanta in June. And as of now, all of this is still on track. So it seems like uh, Marvel is even immune to the writer's strike in some form. Uh, so we'll I wonder see. if this will affect the CW Flash show. Uh-huh. I wonder, just like it seems like they 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 make these shows in like clusters of like three or whatever, you know? They they make three and three on air. They make you know like it's like but didn't they they, sh- they finish filming though? I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if they have to, you know, rewrites or anything. Or oh, sh- you mean not, if they? Yeah, you mean in yeah. post if they notice yeah. things? That's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's possible. Curious. That's possible. I didn't even think of that. But that's a good call. So I don't know if TV shows do reshoots and stuff like that. Now that I think of it, I feel like I never heard of that. <laughs> the Flash is doing reshoots for the final episode. Like, wait, what? <laughs> the one, one Marvel, apparently one Marvel pro- uh, project that could be shelved, depending on how long the strike takes, is Fantastic Four. Are you uh, surprised? No. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's like, one project. That, of course, it's the one that I think a lot of people are waiting for. But the history see? of that franchise, I'm not surprised at all at this point. Yeah, but it uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, but we will still get some content, obviously, guys. So there'll be stuff coming out. Uh, How is uh, the the new Pokemon show Holzimon coming? 
Did that you guys... is still in very, that's very, very, very early production. Okay. Still... So you guys haven't even hired writers yet. No, no writers. Okay, so you're good. You're still, you're still moving along. With, Besides with me, there's no other okay. writer right now. Okay. All right. I'm the so only one that's doing it. Holzy Mongo is still. Reno there. too. Reno, Reno has been cast as a, Reno's writing a couple episodes. Really? Well, he's not writing it because of the strike. Of course, yes. He's right. obviously. Okay. So it's, okay. Holzy Mon and Reno. Okay. Is that is that what it is? Like you guys like walk around like Montreal and like you're his pet and he's like trying to, you know, you get into like crazy hijinks. Like, like all of a sudden, like, well, Holzimon no. just gets off the leash Obviously. and Reno's like, oh no, Holzimon, why do you, no, come back, come back, Holzimon. Oh, no, no, I gotta go chase off this stupid American dog. I don't know why I brought this back to the country. It's just about the French Canadian dog. Nice little poodle. Woo, wee, wee. Nice little fluff, fluff. No, I gotta get the stupid Pokemon. Holzimon. Yes, yes, fluff, fluff. Nice little poodle. Yes, nice poodle. It's nice, fluffy dog. French dog. Nice, nice. Like me, Reno. Yes, blah, 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 blah. Oh, <laughs> it's not like that at all, actually. <laughs> just wanted to let you know. <laughs> Let me Reno blah blah blah. <laughs> Stupid Ozzy, man! Why you always gotta run away? You always oh. come back. I have food for you. It's your home. You live your home. Oh, Ozzy, man! Oh, you stupid, stupid dog. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. so oh man ryan lauer found oh he went to some batman in concert thing he did i he, saw that yes. he he met someone who was a fan of our show actually and a fan of his while well, he started talking and apparently when i called you holzimon he almost drove off the road <laughs> 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 or something Something that nature spit out the coffee or whatever he was in the car. And he was just like, I, I lost it at that point. So I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, wow. Holzimon. Holzimon's a big hit. <laughs> Holzimon's a big hit. It is. So People we have to go him. with it. If we have if we have enough support behind it, how could we not create a, a show around it? So we'll, I don't need we'll support. Do I can go with anything. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with it. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. People love the Holzimon. I love it too, of course. <laughs> He's <Obviously>. so miserable. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh dear. So one thing that the writer strike did not has not impacted is Superman Legacy, which will apparently start shooting next year. Um Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so James Gunn. Uh, there was a video on Wired and James Gunn and Sean Gunn were talking and, uh, you know, and it's scheduled to start shooting in January. Uh, so, of course, we know it's going to relaunch the DCU. It's going to do all of that stuff post-flash. We've got to get a casting announcement soon if they're shooting so, next year. Right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, well. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as everything stays on course. Uh, you know, and this, the writer's strike doesn't impact it for rewrites or whatever. Right, he's got to be like, what, auditioning? But. Yeah, I would assume he's. Um, I would definitely assume he's in talks with people uh, to play the role. Uh, you know, maybe they'll. Sometimes they cast around the main character first, uh, so maybe they'll do that. Maybe we'll hear about a Lois or a Jimmy or you know someone like that or whoever the villain's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't think it's going to be Lex, but who knows? We'll see. I, I personally don't want it to be. I'd love to. Love to stay away from Lex for you know a movie or two. But. I would think you'd have to go a lower level though, like less supernatural for the first one. But 
it is the gods and mar- this is the story is gods and monsters, right? So maybe not. Maybe I'm completely <laughs> off base in my thinking. Monsters. So, I, mean, I don't know. Is he fighting Parasite, Lobo. Like who's he fighting? Who's a monster? That's what I mean. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. Uh, you know, I don't think they'll do Zod again. So Parasite. that's way too soon. Because so. like with someone like with Tallow. You need Lex to give Metallo his heart, right? And he needs the Kryptonite heart. Unless he keeps Cyborg Superman, that's way too advanced for an introduction. Unless he keeps it Earth based, like it's not a main. A a Donner montage of various crimes that Superman. Oh, I'm sure the internet's gonna love when they roll with that. (laughs) Make sure you got the John Williams theme too. This way, it'll really piss them off. I was I was joking with uh, Carlos yesterday about uh, we were talking about the Fast franchise because apparently this is news, but the, apparently the Fast the finale is going to be three parts as opposed to two. Apparently, actually, the end credit scene got spoiled all over the internet, and no one seemed to care. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen it, so I am not. You haven't seen, but you, do you know what it's about? No. Oh well, good for you then, because it was everywhere yesterday, and I was like, "Wow!" Well, like, I know, I know who's in. I know who shows up in the movie. Yes. Okay. All right. There yeah, you go. That I know. I, I that was impossible to. That, I mean, the rap is is the <laughs> is a trade, and they told they blew that open. They that did. Open. Yeah. So someone's like, but, "I can make my money back." <laughs> we, <laughs> we were joking about fast the fast franchise, as you guys know, I'm a fan, and. Uh, about Vin Diesel himself, and I said, "Wait until uh, Gunn casts Diesel as Lex Luthor in the Superman, the Superman movies." <laughs> oh, how 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 crazy would would people go if that happened? Oh, they'd go insane. That would be nuts. Oh my god, that'd yeah. be funny. It would be. You know, I, I, I'm I'm behind on Superman and Lois, but um, the character of Bruno Mannheim has been portrayed in the series recently. Yeah, um, that that wouldn't be a, a bad place to start with Superman. You know, you know, if you're talking low level, want to kind of reintroduce him. You know, Bruno's a sleazy. Yeah, obviously, you know, you yep. watch this show. Uh, I I tend to lean more towards the uh, Superman the animated series, but that leads you need a little bit more cosmic effect. But right. you could definitely do something low level, maybe non supernatural with Mannheim. Maybe he's more of a secondary villain or something like that. Uh, but that that that's a character who's been portrayed very well recently, and I you know it's just fresh in my mind. Well, the way Nolan like pulled Scarecrow, right? Like something like that. Scarecrow. I would, yeah, I mean it, yeah. it was great how. Scarecrow is the character who showed up all three movies. Yep. So maybe something like that. He pulls one of the lower, the less supernatural Superman villains and pulls there. I mean, obviously, everyone immediately thinks Lex. So this may not even be like a traditional Superman movie. Like we instantly are just kind of gravitating towards that. But what if this is like some multiversal thing? Like Superman Legacy could, well, I don't know. I just get like vibes of like various versions of Superman and. You know, like the legacy part, like what the history of the character. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it could be a multiversal thing. It could be. Because that's we know also it's very not... popular right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know it's not an origin. Like, he's told us already it's not an origin story. So, you know, it's just kind of like take. it's like we're just kind of like taking place. You know, so like we don't really know what it's about. So, 
kind of interested. That's the yeah. best part. Like you have no clue. You don't know what he's doing. I know. That's the great, that's the great, the crazy and great thing is we don't know what exactly he's doing. So, so one thing that we know is not connected to DCU is the Ta-Nehisi Coates Superman story that we heard about, obviously under the previous um, administration. And he said that this would, this gun said this is still possible. It's still something that's in play and it would exist alongside the Superman legacy movie. So what do you, what do you think about that still being an option? Uh, I'm still waiting to see on this movie because I figured they were going to pick a Superman movie. And I think they did. I think they picked James Gunn's Superman movie. I'm still not convinced Elseworlds is a real thing other than the fact that Joker and the bat sequel and the Batman and its whole sequels and spinoffs and so on and so forth. were already well into pre-production by the time James Gunn took over. So they're not going to, you know, Justice League it and waste all that money and scrap it and then redo something else. Right. So I'm still kind of skeptical on what Elseworlds really means. I don't think this Tiny Easy Coats Superman movie will ever come to fruition. I, I think that this, it was a possibility at one point. Um, I don't think the Michael B. Jordan Superman movie is even going to happen because now that uh, it seems that uh, Zaslav doesn't want to do movies for streaming at all. I right. think that thing's totally dead because that, that thing was really connected to HBO Max or Max or whatever the hell it's called now. It's Max now, yes. Max, just Max. Max Scherzer. Um, so, yeah. Uh, cool. I'm glad he's, he's saying all the right things. Uh, but, you know, I'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I think having J.J. Abrams behind it, and I think I think him and Gunn have a relationship, so I think maybe, you know, that could be why he's keeping that door open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... It, I like the Elseworlds idea because like we were talking before, it does give you another avenue to tell stories that won't fall into the continuity. So it'd be good to have something like that uh, from a, from a different angle, from a different perspective, just to see a different take on Superman than the one we're being told as part of this larger universe we're going to have now. And I kind of think it's kind of cool to get like two movies on a character. Maybe they come out like a year or two apart. They have nothing to do with each other. You know, like, I'm. there's something cool about Keaton's Batman coming back in The Flash and, you know, then, like, a year later, the Batman 2 comes out, right? Like, it's just, yeah. or whatever the time difference is. It's just, that's kind of cool to me, you know? I, I dig that. I agree. And I, I hope agree. that the general audience digs it and it's something that maybe we become a little bit more accustomed to. Yeah, I do think, there, like we said many times, there's so many so many different versions of these characters that exist already that getting different takes on them. And uh, it's, it's part of how it's done in comics to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'd be cool to, if you can have, like you said, a different Batman, we're going to have obviously two different Batman stories uh, going forward and, you know, we'll have a Superman. Maybe we'll have another one now and that that's fine. And I, I you know, it, I was pumped to see Anna DuVernay's new gods movie. If it ever came out, that means more Uxus. I agree. Although I love Uxus. Yeah, and I mean she's she's fantastic. So when someone is good, when you have someone good attached to it as well, a good writer, a talented, you know, producer, director, you know, that's even gives you more excitement because you're like, well, I know the effort's going to be there, and it's going to be a well put together uh, thing. Whether it's good or not remains to be seen, and that's always that's based on the person watching it anyway. But you know, uh, I agree with you. I would I would have loved to have seen that, 
And who knows, maybe someday we'll get a new gods in the James Gunn. It seems like something he would do, right? Like that seems like a I think so. I think a so. title he could he gods, could definitely gods. Absor- it's already in the title. Yeah. So that would Oops, be something baby. He's back. I agree. I think that would be a cool thing to do. So Ooxus. Well, something hey, that hey, Ooxus, DC, Eric. Huh? Say Ooxus. Ooxus. That's it, baby. There you go. There you go. Something that DC has been good at doing for years is their animated slate. And we've gotten plenty of excellent animated films from them. And we're getting another one. Justice League War, War World. Sorry, I can't talk today. War World? Yeah. Apparently, it's going to be R rated. So, well, there's a lot of people on the internet who are going to be happy about that. <laughs> right. And I mean, we've had R rated before. What was uh, the, the, what's the, what's the, oh, what's the, the one where they kill everybody? What the hell is that one called? What, Apocalypse War? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one was r-rated uh, and that was mixed i liked it i don't think you did but i, liked I did it. not like that movie yeah uh, so it's kind of a mixed reaction but justice league dark was also rated I, R. Batman I like that one that's a good batman one. soul the dragon gotham by gaslight oh uh, i liked all those yeah. the killing joke i love that one i don't yeah. care about the scene <laughs> uh, um, and then suicide squad hell to pay was also r-rated so all good movies except for uh the apocalypse, apocalypse war. war yeah in my mind so, but this sounds cool. This, the Trinity basically try to save uh, society from War World, and I guess with War World, you can't. I, I feel like I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> war, war, war World. World. You're right. Oh, it's the country. War, war World. You're saying it right though. <laughs> yeah, it's my Jersey accent. Um, yeah, so War World, and uh, you know, Mongol can't be too far. And I think this is kind of cool. I'm not one for Batman and aliens, but. You know, Superman and Wonder Woman probably going to be doing most of the heavy lifting. Um, so we'll check it out. I'm excited. I like War World. Well, I, well, I mean, it, in this setting, it works usually with Batman is in with those two. So I, to me, it's a little bit it's different than in live action. In animation, it looks different, I think. So I'm with you. Yeah, I think I it's a little that. bit different. But yeah, I mean, I'm into this. Uh, I do kind of like that they're they continue along with some. I know some people get upset when cartoons are done. Cartoons for kids are done R-rated, but I do think that it's uh, clearly not made for kids if it's R-rated. I'm right. sorry, and it's not <laughs> exactly. And they know they know their DC's good at knowing their audience. Uh, they know that they have a lot of fans who are adults and they want to watch content that's for them. These movies are made for kids, so these are made for I'd say at least like thirteen-year-old DC fans. Yep. Some of them are a little bit more hardcore than others, but I, I would not say like when something DC is made for kids, you know what it is. It's justice league action. And it's like superhero girls. It's like, it's the animation style is clearly a different style. You know, even teen Titans, like you could, that's way more cartoony when DC stuff is made for kids. It's way more cartoony. Like this, this direct to TV stuff is not made for children. It's just, yeah. I, I think there's, I think in some instances you're right. I think you're 100% correct. Uh, this this will also follow the continuity of the Tomorrowverse that started with Superman, Man of Tomorrow. So it's Superman, Man of Tomorrow, then the Long Halloween Part 2 was the other film in the, in there, and now this will be the third film in that Tomorrowverse. So Long Halloween Part 1 isn't part of the universe? Yeah, I don't, Is it weird? I don't know why Part 1 isn't. A part. I'm going to have to watch it again. And to be honest, 
I love the long Halloween. It's one of my favorite Batman stories. I did not like the animated movie that much. Really? That's interesting. I, 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 yeah. I did, but, um, so it's, um, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder part two was better. Be. Part one was a little boring. I haven't seen the, uh, the flash justice society world war two movie. I have to go back. And watch. I have to, I like that. Like, I haven't watched it yet. And I really good. want to. That's good. It was pretty good. I'm trying to think. I think there might be one other I haven't seen, but I've seen those movies that are in the universe. Oh, so we'll see what happens. I liked Man of Tomorrow, except for when uh, Parasite went full Godzilla. I thought it was a little weird. I, I, yeah, I didn't like that. That was strange. I thought the movie was actually great up until that that, that those uh, those moments. Oh, well, there we go. Though, so they, they, what was the previous one? They, their previous continuity was was good too. Mm-hmm. The, that was basically like new their version of the new fifty two. New fifty two, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Apocalypse War killed everybody. Yep. <laughs> everybody, the movie that you hate that I thought was. I okay. wouldn't say I hate it. I just didn't like it. I was like, wow, this is really hardcore. It was. You know what else was the was hardcore, which I did not expect, was the Ninja Turtles, Batman Ninja Turtles thing. Uh, I I enjoyed the first half. The second half fell off the rails for me. It was so, but it was like bloody. <laughs> yeah, very it, funny. It, it, it was it was interesting. Yeah, but I did enjoy it. I did. I thought it was well done. I know. Well, yeah, that's his thing, right? He loves. Sure, he sure. loves him some Ninja Turtles. He's frolicking all over the turtles right now. <laughs> so he loves to frolic on turtles. Well, speaking of frolicking, uh, we are <laughs> Nick. Nick Fury is apparently frolicking in Secret Invasion. Uh, so there's an article in Empire about the about Secret Invasion and focused on Samuel Jackson, uh, how he's aged. Uh, it's a different kind of a story it takes place, I believe, between. See, even I'm getting confused now with <laughs> with the continuity there. Uh, but anyway, I'll I'll find out where it takes place. But anyway. There's a six hour long episode, so it's only six episodes, which I think is kinda of, I'm a little surprised. But originally it was supposed to be a movie. So Well, I also think it's gonna be heavier. Like I I think it's gonna be like the heaviest I think this will make a Falcon and a Soldier kind of feel like popcorn. Um really? they, 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 they yeah, they mentioned like it's gonna be like a Cold War espionage type thing. And I was like, This is there's gonna they're not trying to like attract the masses with this. I, I feel like, you know, there's gonna be some people who are just gonna find that kind of boring. Um, you know, but I, I think it's gonna be really exciting. Um I'm down to see what Fury's up to. I, I like this kind of like aspect of the MCU, this the Captain America spy stuff. Like after after Winter Soldier, they kinda haven't done anything like that since. You know, he he kind of became more, you know, his, his, his third film was hijacked as an Avengers movie. And he's been kind of doing more out and about like public, I want to say more fantastical things. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of tones it down a little bit with that whole like MCU shield stuff. And I'm down with that. Yeah. Obviously this is a much more, is a story that obviously focuses around Nick Fury. Is Maria about, Hill in this? Maria Hill, I would assume is in oh, it. I have a huge crush on that actress. Uh, Kobe Smulders. Is that her name? That is her no. name, Kobe Smolders, yeah. I would, uh, she could smolder me. <laughs> okay. This is not a kid show either, by the way. Just, no, it's just, not. Just and they know this because you try to sell your foot pics on here. 
No, you try to sell my foot picks out here. Well, screw you, Eric. You need some extra money. I can help you. I'm a bad friend. Now no, I'm a I bad friend. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. Let's not act right. like this is my idea. This is your idea. Oh, stop. Yeah, like I'm. it was my idea to take pictures of your feet and put them on OnlyFans for $3.99 a picture. Final E33 slash OnlyFans.com. I didn't even know how much they cost. So see, there you go. Clearly was your idea. And you're, and you're, you're, you're well, the one running I'm running, I'm running the OnlyFans right now, Eric, because you're being a little lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what it is? I got to ask Leia to sneak in while you're sleeping, take pictures of your feet. You know what that's like? <laughs> you have any idea what that's like? Oh, no. I have an easier time talking to Reno than to do that dog. I really, I really should be more sensitive to your, your plight. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Can we get back to Nick Fury? Sure. <laughs> so Sam Jackson in Empire spoke about uh, what this is about. Um, so he says all those, all the things, the jacket, the eye patch, the goatee, the leather coat, they're all things that are part of Nick Fury that's invulnerable. But you have a guy here, you have a guy who's showing his face and showing his age. It's an opportunity to humanize someone that everybody thinks is superhuman. Obviously, we know that. He's also on the run and has to look different. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Um, he said he had to figure out some other things and work on some new things about the character that he's never had to do before. So that makes it more fun. Uh, he gets to, it's great to have an opportunity to find out who he was and delve into how much of a toll his job actually takes on his personal life. And we get dribs of that, right? Like we got yeah. remembering Captain America Winter Soldier, he hints towards his family, right? He talks about his grandfather. Um right, and then you, we find out that he has a family and there's just other things that so we've gotten little drips and drabs of his personal life yeah but what gotten, still adds up though because remember he talks about the scar at one point and then all of a sudden he gets scratched by a cat yeah that's true well not really a cat right it's that thingy whatever <laughs> what you tell me you're the captain marvel aficionado i don't know what it's called what they're it's actually called it's just a creature i know it's some it, kind of creature it's kitty so yeah so I'm I really can't wait for this. I've been waiting. This is one I'm of the very excited. I, I don't actually know what I'm more excited for, this or Daredevil, to be honest. Like the hype level for both. Yeah. And I don't really like the Secret Invasion book. I read it re, re, I it took me a long time, you know, like, oh dude, I don't know you read everything, guys. Well, don't you shut your mouth. And then like I read it recently and I actually didn't enjoy it as much as I thought. Because I remember being hyped up relentlessly that mm-hmm. summer. Um but yeah, I read it and didn't enjoy it. But I'm excited for this uh this TV show. And as to he speaks a bit, a little bit about his future in the MCU and Jackson says that he hopes um, he's still around. He loves playing the character. He's not going nowhere. So they're not going to kill Nick Fury and he's not going nowhere. Yeah, I would not. That would be a bad decision. Having Sam Jackson and stuff just makes it better immediately. So I feel the same way about (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. Killing Iron Man was a bad decision. Uh, Should still be Iron Man movies. I'm sorry. Ironheart doesn't cut the cake. Well, we don't even, I don't know. even like Iron Man. We don't even know yet, though, what Ironheart's going to be. Yeah. So, they, uh, work on that they're shit. clearly moving towards the younger characters. I think I that's guess. pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah. So. Well, you know what's not obvious? What? My interest level. Okay. Just saying. All right. So that's one thing we know is coming. And the other thing we know is coming, obviously, is is about a month away now is The Flash. Uh, can you believe it, Eric? After everything we've been through, <laughs> I can't, Michael Keaton's honestly. Batman's going to return in another hero's movie. And we're actually, it's, it's, like, it's crazy. 
I can't believe it. It's the, I can't believe it's here. It's not even here yet. <laughs> I know. Oh god, this is amazing. It is though. Like like now it's palpable. You guys are we all have gotten some merch. I I got my statues finally. You guys keep showing me all the toys you're getting from the movie. Uh so we're getting all our merch. Everything seems to be approaching there. I'm actually I saw a couple shirts I think I want to buy. Dude, and the thing uh, is like I cannot wait to rub it in the face of the people who doubted the resurgence of Michael Keaton and what his Batman will do for this movie. Like, I am looking forward to not only the film itself, but really just salt on somebody's wounds who just doubted Keaton's return or downplayed it because they're propping up somebody else's propaganda and lies. You know, like I'm just uh, the, the true classic Batman is is coming back. And he's going to show these people like how amazing he is and what th- that movie meant. And that's why he's the one who's returning. Like, it's, Oh God, it's so good! I can't. Oh God, I love good egg on face. <laughs> That's the, that is the thing that uh, you know, just for me anyway, to be able to say, look, the movie's here, uh, because there's been uh, there's always been people saying that we're never going to see this movie. This movie's never going to come out. I thought it was cursed, and yeah, but it did. It really did. It actually is coming, guys, in a month. It literally, which is the it's May thirteenth. It's June sixteenth that it opens. So. I think I had to take off work, what, the 15th? Correct? Because that's the day the movie's going to really come out. It'll come out like 7, 7 p.m. the night before, right? Yeah. I'm trying to get tickets to an early screening. Um, when are I they? Because like, like, I work at night. So that's why. That's why I got to take a day off. Well, if I do, I'll if I get tickets to an early screening and it's enough time, I'll let you know and you can roll. All so. right. As long as it's not on the island. If it's in Manhattan, that's easier for me. Usually they are. Usually so, they are. So, I'd like to do one of those. Yeah, usually when those are done in the larger theaters in Manhattan. So. Okay, yeah, because I'm not like I know I'm really good at avoiding stuff because like, but I'm not taking chances with Keaton's Batman. I'm not letting some idiot with acne ruin it for me. <laughs> well, the biggest controversy going into it obviously is this Ezra Miller status. Uh, we know about the troubles he had and the production designer on the film um paul osterberry recently spoke and he says he's not sweating it and he feels he feels that people will forget about miller's history when the film releases so this is something that you have said too pete in the past that by the time this comes out people will probably be less you know care about that less i think one he's not a big enough star for it to even really matter two people are going to forget Three, the movie's going to be a huge hit. And four, Jonathan Majors is probably going to steal all the negative publicity. He's not in the movie, though. Exactly. But people are going to be talking about his domestic violence case rather than what Ezra did like three years ago. Well, it's just a new negative topic to talk about is what I'm saying. Like, they've got something else horrible to speak of. So their minds are focused on that. And it's not on Ezra because it's like, all right, well, he already did his time for stealing vodka and gin out of his neighbor's pantry. Yes. You know, I just, I'm just I'm looking at the I'm like, all right, like, this guy stole somebody's liquor cabinet. Well, this guy's supposedly beating somebody else. The focus is clearly going to be on the other case. Like, and Majors is a bigger star. Yeah, he is. Marvel, that's for, Creed. That's like I'm just saying, he is. Fantastic Beast is not a is not a worldwide sensation, but you know, MCU's huge exposure and Creed's Creed's Creed. That's a monster franchise in itself. Majors mm-hmm. on top of the game. Everyone wants Majors and everything. It's true. Some people want Miller around or DC, <laughs> some DC fans. That's it. You know, I don't think anybody really yes. cares about them. 
You're right. No, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like I don't know how it's going to impact it, but I feel like it's been far enough removed now. And Miller has been out of the news for a while now that I don't think it'll be as big a problem as maybe it would have been had they not gotten their help and continued going forward. Yeah, with the uh, way things go in the world, something stupid's going to happen before then and no one's going to care anymore. They're going to be focused on that. Like it's just life moves on. Yep, That's for sure. Time heals all wounds, right? So Osterberry does continue to talk about in his, in his interview, he talked, continues to talk about the challenge. One of the challenges of the flash he said was the trick was to make sure that it looked more modern than the original one. So he's talking about Batman, but it, it still had to harken back to certain design cues from the original. So they, he said, we're designing thing, we're designing these things and designing the film for the big screen. This is a big screen movie going experience. I hope most people see it on the big screen. This kind of movie is made for the multiplex. It's made for the big spectacle. Good. Okay, we'll see it. Let's go. So, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> the closer you get, like the more you anticipate it. So now that it's really like a month away, you're like, all right, let's just get here. I don't I don't want to fast forward life. <laughs> but, I can't uh, wait to see uh, Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller and John Wesley Ship fighting the Dark Flash in this movie. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It'd be cool if it did. <laughs> Pete just only, broke. I, it'd be funny. You know, Pete just broke a story. Live, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I have no all idea. three live action flashes. That'd be cool. <laughs> we just saw it in Spider-Man, so I guess, <laughs> I guess it would be, it would fit. All right, so we have some casting news as well. Uh, we'll move over on some casting news. Carl Urban is in final talks to play Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2 at New Line Cinema. Uh, I'm a little surprised that they went with someone this old. Um, uh, I'm not. not that he's old, but you know he's older than the rest of the cast that are, that was in the first one yeah johnny cage is a weathered action star i feel like it's so, fitting right he's supposed yeah. to be at the end of his career right that's true yep that's true so i mean i did not like the first one so i didn't either i thought the fights were cool but i didn't like the movie especially right. the new character i thought the new character sucked but i do what this will do is uh obviously Carl Urban's been in the boys now, so it might bring more fans to see the sequel. Like having him in it. Maybe. You know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, aren't... I like Carl Urban and I like Johnny Cage. So, I mean, here's the thing I'll, I'll check out a Mortal Kombat movie, but it's like going to like, it's kind of like, I feel like the experience is kind of be gods and monsters like. Like, I was like, oh, cool. The movie sucks, but the monster fights are cool. That's right. kind of what I feel with like, oh, the action fight, the, the choreography was good, but the actual plot is like paper thin. Well, we are, we better get a freaking tournament in this one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get the corner tournament. No, we didn't get a I tournament. I like the one for 95 better. Well, that one has like a legendary techno soundtrack if you like techno music. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah, so that has that attached to it. And in other news, uh, Beetlejuice 2, man, is, is is happening, and they keep adding people. <laughs> to Batman, so, the Green Goblin, and the Scream Queen, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, so Monica Bellucci also will be will be appearing in uh, Beetlejuice 2. Uh, as Pete just mentioned, Willem Dafoe also has been added to the cast. Uh, 
we already know that the original Michael Keaton when, and Winona Ryder uh, and Catherine O'Hara are back. Justin Theroux was also added to the cast. Pete just mentioned Jenna or Scream Queen, of course, Jenna Ortega from, from Scream and Wednesday. So, man, this cast is really filling out. And you know what that means. Obviously, Beetlejuice was a, is a classic. It's a Burton classic. I'm very concerned. I just, I don't know. I, I, Tim Burton hasn't really had it recently. I can't remember I know. a good movie, to be honest. Uh, I'm kind of I'm drawing blanks here, guys. I know Dumbo was terrible. Yeah, yeah and that had the Penguin. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Batman Returns too. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of worried about this, uh, but I, I'm excited to see the set design and the costumes. I wonder. I wonder if Burton still can do vintage Burton in that sense. So there's a lot of like give and take here. Uh, I'm just curious how this movie is actually going to turn out. I agree. It's going to, it remains to be seen, but like I said, with this kind of a cast, you're definitely upping the, um, the stakes. So it better be good. That's all I'm saying. It's better be good. It better be filet mignon and not skirt steak. Even as good as skirt steak is. (laughs) It's a little rougher, right? Filet mignon's nice, easy to chew, tender piece. I'm with you there. So we also have news from comics. So some comic news. So Jim Lee, who everybody well, I thought who everybody knew, but apparently not everybody does. Who doesn't know Jim Lee? Remember when that whole thing was going on and someone was like, who the heck is Jim Lee? No. You don't remember that? No. Oh, uh, I forget. what. This had to be somebody who has a podcast and runs their mouth like a moron. <laughs> I forget the story it was around, uh, but Jim Lee was, his name was added to something or he spoke on something and someone was like, who the heck is Jim Lee anyway? And I was like, oh, okay. Well, Interesting. Well, what he is now is the president, publisher, and chief creative officer of DC Comics. So. It's funny how um, this, uh, this writer that they kind of stole from Marvel I know. Has just climbed up the rankings and is now running the show. I know. Bit of a bummer because I miss Jim Lee books. You know, I miss, right. I miss the abundance of Jim Lee art that I used to get as a child. Uh, but no, there are other artists out there that are filling that void, fortunately. So good for Jim. Good for his family. I hope he's making a ton of money. I'm sure he is. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, his, his catalog is legendary. I mean, I've gotten to meet him at a couple of the cons, uh, a very nice guy, very welcoming, always gracious to the people who come talk to him. He's always, he loves the fans. He interacts with people all the time. So couldn't happen to a better guy. Uh, so congratulations. You have his phone number, right? Like he knows you're the champion of Long Island. I do not have his phone number now. I thought you did. You told me he um, gave you his phone number. At no. Comic Con 2018. No, he did not. Oh. It's it was a sad day of my life, but he did not. Give he me. said no. Like you gave so, it to him, and he said no, thank you. Or yeah, he rejected. We were, you. We were talking about doing a, a little bit of a of a book on something I had in mind, but it fell through. So. Was he gonna Was he gonna illustrate the Holzy Mom book? This Holzy Mom book wasn't in in process yet it wasn't oh this was something different okay so something different well you know who never turns down your phone number that's sally testerberger she loves you oh she's the best she is she is Uh a wonderful polish woman anyway more dc news in comic news uh (laughs) 
Wonder Woman is getting a daughter. Uh, Tom King has created a new uh, Amazonian. Is that how you say it? I guess. Amazon. Amazon. They're Amazons. That's true. Yeah. She's an Amazon. A new Amazon. I don't know why I created that word. You're 100 Amazonian? (laughs) Her name is Trinity. There we go. So what do you think about this, Pete? It, wait, that's her superhero name. What's her real name? It's, uh, oh, what the hell is it? I read the article. Hold on, yeah. I'll find um, it. I forgot it. But this is interesting. I mean, one, she's also like 21 off the bat. So I don't think Steve Trevor's been getting it in. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Unless this is another molded by clay situation. I'm very curious as to how this girl gets born. Yeah, right? Um. I think it's interesting now that the Trinity all have kids now, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's finally happened. Um, they all have their, their spawns running around, which is interesting. Uh, we'll see how it plays out in the, in the, uh, in the stories in the, in the monthlies. But, uh, I'm very curious. Uh, Cassie Sandmark, people forget her. She was a wonderful wonder girl. Yara, she had a good run. It was short lived. Donna Troy, uh, that was right. a fun experience. You can try to figure out her continuity on your own. It's a very messy situation. <laughs> but uh, Trinity, let's see. Uh, let's see what she brings to the table here. I don't so know. I'm trying to. Yeah, why can't I find her name? Then they said it was wasn't. They did say what her real name was. Yeah, you know where I bet you it's in the thing here. Or her non-superhero name. Let's see. I'm looking I don't here. know. But what do you think? Are you going to start reading Wonder Woman? Try to get into it. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to lie. But uh, Lizzie, Elizabeth, her real name is Elizabeth. There you go. Goes by Lizzie. So, yeah, I mean, these Wonder Girl has had all these different kinds of iterations, as you just mentioned. I just bought a Wonder Girl book the other day, actually, believe it or not. So is that who she's going to be? No, this is a new character. This is that she's right. Trinity's a new character. This I bought this Cassie Sandmark story from 07 uh this week. She has three lassos. That's the one interesting thing I noticed. And it's it's looks like the lasso of truth, and then the other two don't. One is blue and one is like silver well, or yeah, white. Well when Artemis was Wonder Woman for a while, she had a different lasso, I believe. And then so. I believe Hippolyta, well, she was Wonder Woman after the continuity recreation. She had a different lasso. So I think there were three lassos at one point. So I, I, that's interesting. Good call, Eric. Look yeah. at you. People say you don't care about the, the comic books. <laughs> Look at that. Look at you noticing things. I know enough to get his... by. I can say that. I know enough to Can get you decipher one of those Zack Snyder t-shirt graphics and tell me what that means? Oh, God. No. You mean the... um. What is it? What are those things called? Cryptogram. Looks like a cryptogram. Oh, cryptogram? Right? Yeah, I have no idea what it means, but I would like anyone who has a t-shirt. <laughs> could you please tell me what that means? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, Daddy Bats bought one. I'll have to ask him to translate. We can actually. You need to. You need someone who thinks like Snyder to <laughs> explain it to us. I'm going to ask Daddy Bats. So, all right. I think that's it. I think we're at the end of the run. Oh, one more thing. Back to comics. Yes. There's uh, Steel's gonna Steel has a new book out, so make sure you all support that book and buy it. It's called Steelworks. Um, I think uh, John Henry Irons has kind of been uh, 
uh, what's it called? Been giving a second chance here since uh, Superman and Lois. I think it's kind of brought the character back to popularity mm-hmm. because uh, I don't think I've seen uh, John Henry since the Lana Lang Superwoman book a while ago. So I think this it's been a few years. So I'm excited. It's called Steelworks. John and Natasha. Make sure you check that out because um, I'm really I'm really excited. I just uh, I love Steel as a character, and it's kind of a sin that uh, we haven't gotten that that character in any superman film like it's it should be easy to spin off steel from superman it should be it, you know i always thought of man of steel you could have had somebody saving people from the rubble and that person would be john henry irons and then you could have moved on from there like you know like i just i think steel's we've got to move on from Shaq. <laughs> desperately need to move on from Shaq, even after all these years later Please. Well, yeah, I mean the the version of him on that's on Superman and Lois is pretty cool. So it's good. He just looks like the Master Chief from Halo, but it's good. Yeah, he does. He does. But it's a pretty cool uh iteration. I think Wooly Parks plays him well. So great. No, 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 no issues with all by the acting. It's all about the suit. And can we please put Ness on his chest? Before the end of the series, can we give him a cape and put Ness on his chest? Well, yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about that, but that was in the news this week as well. I haven't uh, seen it. I'm behind. I'm, I'm two episodes. No, away. not Superman and Lois, but that the network has to make CW is apparently making a decision between Gotham Knights and Superman and Lois. One more time for the back. <laughs> One more time for the back, please. A little louder. I said the network possibly will have to make a decision on which show to keep Gotham Knights or Superman and Lois. Wolski. That's so. right. The show that everyone loves to talk about, but no one apparently watches, is going to take down the Man of Steel. I Ooh. hope not, because God, that Gotham show is Lights terrible. Is fun. Stop. It's bad, it's but it's terrible. Fun. Yeah, but like, yeah, it, but you can just watch it, and you know it's not good. <laughs> what? No one's saying this is The Sopranos. The kids are bad actors. But guess Dude. what? They're trying. They're only kids. Dude, it's Harvey really... Dent's getting it in. Come on. It's. I, I didn't think that uh, Mr. Collins had it in him, but he's got it in him. Literally. My man is going hard. He's like, oh, your husband's dead. Let me just slip right in the DMs. Come well, on. They were, but they were together before he died. That's fine. He still got it. Woo. <laughs> the DA got some D. I will say. And I said this, I texted it, I think it might have been to you and Steve, but I did text this the other day that the the themes and the plot lines that they're trying to do in this show, I think are fantastic. And if someone was, they got someone better to do them, they uh, could really work out a little bit. Okay. But, but I mean, just the execution and God, man, it's tough. I, the fight it choreography is tough. Rough. It's rough. No, but but I'm enjoying it. It's, it's, it's a weird. I'm really enjoying it. Hour. Of television. And again, it's not rough stuff. Oh my God. It's not, it's not made for me at all. I know that. So either I'm so fun. Right. I got to keep that in the back of my mind. Like this is clearly made for a younger audience. But the references are great too. They throw in so many references. They They do. Hardcore. They They do throw in a lot of references. Yes. I think they they have a room where they're like, okay, these are the references we want to use. Can we write the show around? (laughs) Right. That by like having, Dr. Chase Meridian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And I, I mean, yeah. I want more people to be like, Steve, take the stick, pull it out of your ass and just sit down and just watch the show. Like I'm watching it, it. I am. I have watched every episode. Not, I, and I give you credit because it's like, but don't shun it. Like, you're like, oh, this is like, 
it's not that bad. Like it's not that good. They tr- they, it's not that good, but <laughs> it's you can enjoy. It. It's like one of those things that you watch and you can enjoy it because it's bad. Like Gotham, I couldn't enjoy right. it all. Batwoman tried very hard. At least that had like a lot of bad aspects. This doesn't have like a lot of bad aspects, but things that were Batman ish. They're different shows. I'm actually, I think Batwoman is probably like the season three at least would probably be. It's it's a better show in terms of writing and like how it interacts with the continuity, but this just seems to be like they're having fun with it. Like I don't, you know, like it's it's different. Like I enjoy it more than I do Batwoman, although I think Batwoman's better. Like I know I'm comparing I shit think- and shit stains. <laughs> Well, no, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying because the liberties they take on the show really remove it from any kind of <laughs> yeah that, accuracy. It's, it's, it's also it's easier to watch. It's its own world. Yes, it's easier to watch because you're not expecting to see things that you know exist. The, like that's why you said like the references that they put in are cool because they're a stretch on what we know anyway. Oh, they're so, so stretch, right? Oh, shit. So it's cool that they put them in there. I agree with that. Like if you're if you're a purist, you can watch this show and be okay with it because it's so out of <laughs> out of bounds anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's just not good. Like it's hard to it's hard to watch. I've been watching it. I have stayed up to date on it. I am up to date now. I've watched every episode. I think it's much easier to watch than Titans. But well, this season of Titans was tough. Yes, this season of Titans is not good. Um, it was. Tough. I have to catch up on the end. I haven't seen the end of that either. But I yeah, got it will be the show behind. for my birthday, and it's taken up a lot of my time. So because I think I'm a better GM than Cashman, and I think I've proven myself already <laughs> against the computer. <laughs> All right. Well, I bought the game. The first thing I did was trade Donaldson, Hicks, and IKF. Okay. Now, do you have the the setting on that the computer can say no they accepted the trade yeah it's weird it's it's weird how the computer works because like a lot of it's just like you throw in like two minor leaguers and it's like oh three players for one here this is great yeah that's true and in return i got i was like i got evan longoria oh wow i traded donaldson to the diamondbacks for evan longoria they're very even players in the game and then i traded hicks and like franchi cordero to cleveland for steven kwan because I love Stephen Kwan. And then I I also traded for oh, I traded Higashioka away to Cleveland. And then I uh I, I brought back Gary Sanchez. Oh, who's now a Met. Who's now a Met. But he was in the Giants farm system. Yeah. And he can still hit. Like he's been hitting a bunch of home runs. So I've been having fun with Gary Sanchez. That's the that's... I should bring back Chapman too. Oh wow. I should trade for Joey Gallo and Sonny Gray. I should bring back all of Cashman's failures and win a World Series virtually. I will show him. And then and then send it to him. Send it to him. Like, I did what you couldn't do, you bum. I only paid $60 for this team. Oh. No. Well, That's on what... that note. That's it. That's the end of the show. That is the end of the show. So, Pete, tell them where they can find you. Um, I, first of all, I would like to thank all of my Instagram followers, all 11,000 of you. For In under a year, I've gained um, 10,500 followers. <laughs> it's been really weird. Um, so, you can, if you love Hasbulla, 
check out my Instagram page uh, on social media. I'm all over the place uh, at Pete Illustrated on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Mastodon, and Zach Schneider's favorite platform, Vero. Um, you can follow this podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now. Straight to Gotham at straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Consider joining both. Um, I'm all over batmanonfilm.com. I got reviews, interviews, and all that stuff on YouTube and on BOF proper. I make a monthly appearance on the Batman Book Club with Mr. Ryan Lauer. I have a side podcast with Nicholas and uh, Nico Caruso, the uh, Italian Spider-Man Coalition, at Italian Spidey on Twitter. Check that out. Um, and I'm, you know, just running around New Jersey screaming <laughs> the word of Uxus and Hezbollah. So... All right. Thank you, Pete. As you guys know, you can find me on Twitter at finally 33 spell finale 33. As Pete mentioned, hit us up on our Facebook page and in, in join our Facebook group. Uh, we really have to do more in there, but uh, definitely- I, 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 I can't do any more than I already do. So, but not with articles. We have to like do stuff. I don't know. You do anyway. stuff. I can't just, I do enough with the article. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I don't have okay. time. I have to put up more stuff in there. I will say that. I'll take the responsibility for that. And not I'll... about ketchup and salt, about real things. <laughs> no one wants to talk about olives. <laughs> I only did it for hot sauce that one time. and You did an olive about... thing at one point with a Twitter. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to keep up with your <laughs> random polls. I don't know. There's like interest. black socks or white socks, guys. What's better? Like, what? No, no, no. That, that I would not do. That I would not do. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll definitely start. Yeah, I'll start doing more in that group and get, getting engaging, bringing people in. Uh, but thank you again, everyone who follows us, obviously, on Twitter, on Facebook, both of our personal accounts and our the show account. We appreciate all the love. Uh, you know, it's fun interacting with people who have similar interests as you do. So it, this is always fun and that's why we do it. So again, but definitely join the group. And if you're in the group, you know, you guys can post things too. <laughs> Whatever Pete just said. That was Steve uh, from Texas. Thanks. And yes, yeah, Steve has been posting Gotham Knights reviews every, yes. every episode. <laughs> so if you guys are interested, if you guys are watching the show, definitely interact with him there. Steve cause... acts like we said, like you have to prove that you watched the show in order to be on the, on the <laughs> recap show. And he's like, all right, I'll prove it. And I was like, no, dude, you already got the chair. It's right. It's waiting for you. Yes. When, when Gotham Knights finishes this season and maybe forever, we don't know, but when it finishes this season, when it dethrones Superman and Lois, it should be crazy. If that happened, uh, we will be doing a review show with Steve, uh, on the show for the f- season one. So, uh, we'll probably be the only people uh, doing one that is. show. <laughs> doing a review on we the show. The definitive home but, for Gotham Knights coverage. Yes, we, it will be us, but, uh, we will be doing a, a review show. So, Look out for that. As you guys know, as we talked about before, I do a, a show about the New York Knicks called All Nicked Up. On Twitter, it's at all underscore nicked underscore up. You can interact with me there uh, to talk anything about New York Knicks uh, if you are fans. Are you going to uh, do we, like a season recap show? Yes, we'll be doing our season recap show this Wednesday uh, and then our outlook on the off season. So we're going to do a recap. And then since the Knicks don't have a first round pick this year, they traded it for Josh Hart. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be doing for the draft. So we'll see unless the, unless the Dallas pick 11 or higher, if it's 11 or higher, we get it. So 
if that happens, then we will have a something to talk about in the first round pick in the draft. But if not, there'll be nothing to talk about there. So, but anyway, look out for the <laughs> the season recap show, uh, which will be coming this Wednesday night, this upcoming Wednesday night, May seventeenth, I think. I think so. Uh, so definitely look out for that there. I think that's it. Unless you have anything else, Pete. LeBron James. Yeah, we're not talking about him. So. <laughs> that's all I got. LeBron James. All right. So on that note, for Pete, I'm Eric. You are listening to Straight Out of, Straight Out of Gotham, and I will see you next time. Booyah.